Hey everyone, Jack here. Uh, just wanted to check in with all of our lovely iTunes listeners and SoundCloud listeners. Let's not forget SoundCloud before we start this podcast. I just want to say thank you, really. Um, I know the majority of you watch us on YouTube. That way you get to see our lovely faces week in, week out. I'm not sure if that's a benefit or not. But I know there's also a hell of a lot of you who listen on iTunes and SoundCloud and on your commute to work or school or whatever you do in your day, in your car or whatever, on the bus. I don't know what you do. But a lot of you listen on iTunes and for that I can only thank you. Um, If it wasn't for your support then this podcast wouldn't still be going a year and a bit after it started. We've had some lovely guests on and that it continues to be my favourite part of this this thriving YouTube channel. So thank you very much for that. If you do enjoy it, then why not leave a review? You can do so by going on our iTunes page, press leave a review. Uh, If you enjoy it, why not give it five stars and leave a little comment. Me and Chris always read them and um, we always smile about them. Uh, If you don't enjoy it, then maybe go elsewhere and listen to another podcast. Football Ramble's good. Go and listen to that. Um, Thanks again. Enjoy this. This is with BBC Radio Norfolk's Rob Butler. Um, He's been there from the very start with me. He's a top, top man. Provides fantastic coverage on BBC Radio Norfolk and genuinely one of the nice explosives out there. So, yeah, enjoy and uh, see you on the other side. Bye bye. Hello and welcome back to the TNC podcast. This is episode number 54, and it's a welcome back to. The biggest hooligan from Thorpe St Andrew, what? Mr Robert Who? Butler. Arsh. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? Good to see you, boys. Yeah, lovely oh, to be here. You've got the ginger beer going. Absolutely. I'm on the water. Yeah, Solid is this a little diet? or hey, No, no, no. It's like water. Rob always does this. No, yeah. I like, like last time he was with true. us. He said, oh, no, I don't eat sweets. That's just Chris. And it's, I think it's all on that. No, that's a lie. Yeah, as you can see. But <laughs> it is hot, everyone. It and is I don't boring. know, whenever you're watching, I mean, you might be watching this in about three years and saying, oh, do you remember that? That summer of 2018, but it is literally hot, and we've got the windows open. Yeah, and we are going to melt any minute. Do you know Absolutely. what they're calling this heat wave? Uh, go on. It's the Mediterranean melt. Right. Which reminds me of kind of a panini. Yeah. yeah. Or a, yeah, I'm trying to think of a Mediterranean player that we had. They wasn't very good. They wouldn't serve that Adidas, would they? Mediterranean melt. No. Sergio Canos. Yeah. Medi- well, Brentford fans might disagree. That's a bit harsh. Talk Brentford Town or whatever they... No, they're just Brentford, aren't they? They might be upset, but anyway. Let's anyway, just before... Get over, um, on, let's get the plugs out of the way. BBC Radio Norfolk's <laughs> finest. Um, a new show coming out, Yellow Friday. Talk yes. to us about that. So, it's a new show. Um, basically, regular listeners will know that we do a show called Friday Sport on a, on a Friday night. Nick Bowler's not going anywhere. No, Local Report stays. Don't worry about that. We would never get rid of Local Report. It's one of our most popular shows. That's the local football at Hearts. By the way, can I just interrupt? He has a kid out there playing. Up and coming. Yeah, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah, in his Norwich. Number nine, Harry is name. What's happening live in Norwich. Um, yeah, so cut a long story short. Yellow Friday. Um, it's going to be... We're still going to do other sports. We're still going to talk about other things that are going on. You know, our Alfie Hewitts and Jessica Jane Applegates, Darren Webster with the darts, all the other great Norfolk sports that happen. But the exactly, but the main thing we're going to be doing on, on as, the, as the main piece of Yellow Friday is we're going to be reacting to what has been said at Coney that day. So we'll be going to the press conferences. We're not quite sure yet when they're going to be, but as a rule, they were one o'clock um, on a Friday every week last last season. We'll go there, me and Chris, me and Phil, or Phil and Chris will be there, and we will react to what's happened there. We're going to get fans on as well every week. You boys will be on, definitely, and we're going to react a little bit more to what's said, rather than just kind of play the interview and go, there you go, let's move on. We're going to be a little bit more interactive, and and we want to hear from fans. So if you are listening and you want to be, and you've never been on the radio, you've never done anything like that, get in touch with me. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and we'd love to have you on board because we want to hear as many different people as we can. And is there an email address or anything that we can leave? Uh, NorfolkNews at bbc.co.uk. I'd rather give that than my actual personal one, obviously. <laughs> I don't know what I'll get. GDPR. Exactly. NorfolkNews at bbc.co.uk. I appreciate you boys plugging it. And these boys will be on it. Um, and we've got lots of other well-known fans and hopefully some new ones as well. So Saying thanks for the We'll be on it's probably just lessened the, the listenership. No, no. So. Chris, people love Reeve. They love him. They love, <laughs> they love to hate him. For all the wrong reasons. He's taken my gimmick, which is fine. I've moved on from that. <laughs> anyway, it's, we're filming this on Monday evening. We know that Norwich News moves quickly. The big news of today is, is Tim Krull, Newcastle's mm. finest export, maybe. Um, He's linked with Norwich City. Now, we've been talking about this for weeks, Chris, about who's going to be in goal next season. Is yeah. it going to be Remy? Is it going to be yeah. Michael? Yeah. McGovern? Tim Krul now seems like he might be the number one going into next season. Yeah. Initial thoughts? Uh, my initial thoughts is I think Norwich City fans, 
need to try to take the emotion out of this one. And the emotion is, Remy's a Norfolk boy, he's been here forever, he's respected the club. Yes, that's so true, but football's a cruel sport. And I've got so much respect for Remy to stay. And by the way, I, I, if Tim Krul comes in, I hope he does leave, because I think he should be number one somewhere. He's definitely good enough to be number one somewhere. But when you've got an experienced player like Tim Krul coming in that's played in the World Cup, that's played in the European Championships that's you know, played huge games for Newcastle in the Premier League. And has, of course, he's been in, injured of late. Um, but again, it's a, it's a signing for me that it's a chance for him to, to, to rejuvenate his career. Um, and I'm excited to see him partner up, particularly with the European defenders such as Tim Close. I think it will really work well. I mean, we, he hasn't signed yet, but Rob, I don't think anyone's doubting Tim Kroll's ex- experience in, in that season when I think Newcastle... Did they get into Europe or they're certainly challenging? Yeah, yeah, he, he was, he was, he was one of the best teams in the yeah. Premier League. He was. However... 20 games in, I think, three years. It's kind of rotting away in AZ Alkmaar, not getting in Chris Hewitt's Brighton side. Mm. Against a player in Remy Matthews, who kept 10 clean sheets in 27 games, took Plymouth from near the bottom of League One to, to nearly in the playoffs. Bit harsh on Remy? It is harsh. He's done his research. I like Remy Matthews. I think he's got a lot of potential. People telling me, and I wasn't in Germany. Obviously, lots of you were watching, and lots of you um, have told us how he played. And we've seen some. I've saw some of the games on the stream, and, and Chris Gorham was there, and he filled me in. And yeah, Remy didn't have the best tour. I think he'd admit that himself. But to, I'm not saying the club are going to write him off. I think some fans are writing off Remy Matthews, which is wrong because you have to give him a chance. You know, mm. you can't say he's been given a chance if he's played. You know. Two games against German opposition, yeah. you know that that's not that's not a, a proper chance. However, Tim Krul, you know he's a great name. He's he's a name that's that's been at the top of the game. He's played in the Premier League, as Chris mm. said, he's played in the World Cup. So I don't think we could find anyone better if we're trying to get in a someone on the cheap, if you like, on a free transfer. Yeah, sure. You won't get anyone better than Tim Krul. But I also feel sorry for Remy because he's a good lad and he's a local boy. Mm. And I think you're right. Take the emotion out of it. But we still want to be seeing our academy products give absolutely, a go. Absolutely. At least given a chance yeah. and let's not get in the trap of poor old Josh Murphy where fans were giving him stick, you know. Yeah, I agree. And I think there is an element of protection with the with the whole Remy thing actually from, from probably the club. They're probably thinking actually, do we want to put him under fire because he has been so loyal to the football club. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about him. By the way, who's to say that Tim Crow won't come in at number two whilst well, he's still on the on the verge of you know getting up to, to full fitness Tim again? Mate, be we've been blessed with goal. Well, we've been blessed with number one quality goalkeepers for years, absolutely years. Even if you trace all the way back to Gunny, the Norwich City goalkeeping academy, we've always had it. Even some Premier League clubs, mate, they're having goalkeepers come in. They're not playing well, and they're getting them out. And they'll have a switch round. They're number one and they're number two. Liverpool, they've been played with it for seasons. So yeah. even if Tim Krul came in and Remy stayed, and they competed for a place, I wouldn't see that as too much of an issue. Mm. Yes, we've had Gunny as number one all season, every single game, and, and that was brilliant to watch. And it is good to build chemistry between that back four or back three with your goalkeeper. But for me, I, I don't see it as the end of the world if, if no, Tim no, Krul comes in at number two. He could, lots of people have said that on the comments I've seen on social, the dreaded social media. Lots of people have said... Come on now, Rob. I know. Well, you know, I know it's your it's job. job. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, there's other, there are other ways you can talk. You can go down the pub and talk about it as well, or do it on podcasts. It's the Pinkham Forum. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we certainly don't endorse alcohol, alcohol on here. No, we don't. Or gambling. Well, no, definitely not. Or Falcon but, yeah, Friends. Exactly. Um, so... On BBC, I can't comment on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say that lots of people have been saying what exactly what you said, which is yeah, Tim Krul will push it, and if it's a three and it's McGovern, Matthews, and and Krul, and again, we need to stress he hasn't signed. It's only a it's only a sort of report um, we've seen, but he he might push him. He might, like you say, there might be a kind of another race to be number one. Yeah, but w- w- the bottom line is we're all going to agree on this because that man has sat in this ch- very chair, you know. Angus Gunn is a massive hole to fill. You know, we're not going to see many better goalkeepers ever play for Norwich. He's going to go on to be an England international. He's going to be one of the best, well, certainly best English goalkeepers in the Premier League. It's a massive hole to fill. So, and, and Remy would admit himself to go from Angus to Remy is a step down because yeah. Remy's not quite there yet. But yeah. I, I just want to see Remy Matthews be given a fair crack of the whip, and who's to say he's not going to be? We can't, we can't work out what's in Farker's head. Yeah. Chris, I know you said earlier, and I, and I do agree with you. We've got to, to kind of take the emotion out of this. However, yeah. under Daniel Farker, under Stuart Weber, if Cruel was to come in, that would now become our oldest signing. Cruel's thirty. Put yourself in Brilliant. the shoes of an academy player. You're looking at Remy Matthews. He's maybe been said, "Look, you'll be no, no, you'll be given a chance this season." 
and then that chance is gone by a player who's played 30 times it's hard in mate. three years. I know. Are, are you are you a little bit upset as that young player coming through, looking at you know that that academy player in Romy Matthews, who deserves if, the chance? Mate, if you look at and the, isn't given a chance. If you look at the the current conversion of academy prospects being blooded into the first team, it is factually better than ever before. Fact. And yes, Remy might not get his chance, but if you're an outfield outfield player, I wouldn't be disheartened by Remy not getting in. It's football, it's harsh, and Remy is a top guy. I'm sure he is an amazing chap. I know you're his buddy, Jack, but as I say, I've got to go back to it. You know, It's football, and it's the same with Daniel Farker and his position. Five, six, seven games in, if it ain't good enough, it's football. It's a results business. Sorry. <laughs> but all I would say is, and again, you know, social media, you do have to accept that it is, we certainly use it on Canary Call to get people, gauge people's thoughts. I just think it's a bit, a little bit harsh on on Remy to judge him on a ga- on a couple of games that people have, a lot of people haven't even seen. Yeah. Just and obviously we value the reports of all our friends that were, were there, um, and he did make a couple of mistakes and perhaps his distribution wasn't great. But to me, it, it's sort of going against what we've been plugging with the Josh Murphy thing. Is you yeah. know the lad was upset and he yeah. didn't like the fact he was getting stick. We shouldn't be doing that to any of our players, even less so. Our academy products because we need to we need to encourage and and get behind these lads rather than just going well he ain't good enough get rid you know well, from, that actually, just worries me a little bit with Norwich fans they're, they're a little bit and, and, and the there, thing I find bit. frustrating Rob is, is is Ben Godfrey was it was equally at mistake, at mistake for some of them goals no one's writing Ben Godfrey no, they like no one's saying mm. we want to replace no, ben very Godfrey. interesting however for Remy Matthews no let's get him out no yeah. vet, mate brilliant point honestly a brilliant point but another side of the coin is with Josh Murphy last season he should and I honestly like. I would say it to his face, he should not have been playing games of football, in my opinion. When it started to go wrong, Daniel Farker, he stuck with him, and he kept getting pelters, and he kept putting him out on the pitch. Yeah, but I think... He, and he it, just kept getting pelters. He was protect him, he's a young lad. No, he's not, though, is he? He's been around a long time. I remember his debut, younger, that was... Younger, he's younger. Even but still. You know, Josh Murphy's got a thick skin. He, we needed to play him, Chris, because he was the best we had. You know, he would still get in our team now. That's why he's playing in the Premier League. You know, Josh Murphy. Yeah, you know, he he would admit himself that certain times the end product wasn't quite there. Yeah, he's a winger. You know, dare I say, the great Darren Huckabee would admit himself there. I don't know if he sees this. He'll say that's not true, and it probably isn't. But every winger, Darren Eady, Darren Huckabee, our two best ever wingers. Even there was games I remember them just having a bit of an off day and perhaps the ball wouldn't get put over and then have a little huff and a puff. But that's wingers. That's the that's the game. But you, you can't all be Darren Eady and Darren Huckabee. Yannick Vujic. You know, well, oh, Darren Huckabee himself. But if See you, you mentioned Darren Huckabee. Darren Huckabee himself came on the Talk Norris City podcast and one of the things that sticks out in my mind is he commented on Josh Murphy not coming out wide enough yeah. and not running yeah. at players enough. But whose fault is that? Who's absolutely, telling him to do it? absolutely. But this goes back it's to not, my point of you know, if he's not doing it right, let him work on it in training. Don't throw him in at the deep end. But we didn't have any. But anyway, it's a moot point now because he's gone yeah. and we've moved on. Absolutely. But, but Josh great Murphy. Money for him. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, we'll see, won't we? Because if they don't spend on anything good, it's not great money. But that's another point. But Josh Murphy was an excellent player for Norwich City. He was our, yeah. you know, t- second joint top, second top scorer. He did a lot for the club last season. Last season though, but he still did it. He's still the, the facts are there, and and, <laughs> and I understand why the, I'm not moaning about the fact they've sold him. But I just think this kind of everyone's having a go at Josh. Loads of people on mm. social media going, "Stop having a go at Josh. This is disgusting." I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be far wrong if I said those same people are the ones going, oh, we don't need Remy Matthews, just get Tim Krull. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways. You, you can't be all right off Remy Matthews. But it's not the just... lad sees it. The lad is on Twitter. Yeah, for him sure. to see that and go, all right, well, Norwich fans don't want me, it's not going to help anyone, I don't think. No, it's it's a really good point. I think the Norwich fans do need to remember that the players are on social media. Not that they actually care, because they can do what they I want. Think they do. Got... I think they do. No, no, but I mean, with respect, if they're going to tweet saying Remy Matthews was shit today... Then Can you they've sweat? got the right to sweat? do that. Absolutely, this is a talking to podcast. Okay. Not that does now mean I don't get any ad revenue, but not to worry. Sorry, guys. I'll cut that out. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on. Let's let's move to the other end of the pitch. Um, the Germany tour is now over. We saw a few of our new strikers score goals. One of them being Jordan Rhodes. This is the man. Another experienced player who broke the news. Oh, now, it wasn't just me. But I was no, part, no, it was you who started well, it. Don't Take the credit. Well, you know... It, it, and fair play, because when I first saw that, I thought, oh, this has been rumbling on for about 17 years now that we've been linked to Jordan Rhodes. And, it, and it, it, this yeah. is the year we've got him. Yeah. What, what do you think of him as, as a player? Do you think he's going to contribute? Look, I'm not going to get into the 
you know, who said what, what was what was reported, what wasn't. That doesn't matter. The bottom line is Jordan Rhodes has signed, and I'm also not backing him because I, you know, stuck with my guns all summer saying I think he's, you know, he's desperate to be here and Norwich really want him. It's happened, but the reason I think he's going to do the business for Norwich is I think you can't ignore Jordan Rhodes' record. And yes, everyone's shouting at the TV. I know that he's had a couple of bad years. The bottom line is Jordan Rhodes, two years ago, we'd have signed him. You know, we would have happily had Jordan yeah. Rhodes. So for probably for, a sizable fee Correct, as well. and we were much higher up the league. <coughs> so now we're in a much lower position in the league. We are a mid-table team trying to look up. That's, yeah. that's where we are. Jordan Rhodes is ideal for what we need. Yeah. It didn't work out for him at Sheffield Wednesday. He was desperate to come mm. in. He wants to play football. He's going to feel comfortable being in Norfolk mm. because he obviously has roots back in, in East Anglia um, <laughs> when he was there for a few years. So... I think it's a brilliant signing. Yeah. I think it's a master stroke. I think he's going to Do turn you? out brilliantly, and I think he's going to score goals. That's We're also big. Going to go That's up big. I like it. I won't go that far, but I think Jordan Rhodes is going to do all right for us because he's the sort of player you need. He, he's, he no, works play, hard, and he can get on the end of things. Do you think, disagree? No, 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 no. I'm, I, I totally agree with you. I, I really respect the fact that you're putting your head above the parapet by saying that. I think that. But we'll delete this later. <laughs> Look, I, I think that you know we're talking about blooding in academy players. But I think the last season, if you were to sum up the squad, for me, it's just meh. There wasn't really, apart from Grant Hanley, there wasn't what, really season? any standout leaders or, more importantly, Barkers. There's a difference, right? Bradley, Bradley, jo- Bradley Johnson, have to mention that, Rob's yeah. on, the, on the podcast. You know that Bro- emoji where eyes, the like heart eyes, that's what I just <laughs> yeah, did. Just, yeah. I just felt your heart rate. <laughs> oh, Bradley Johnson. Bradley. <laughs> Mate, we need people on the pitch barking. And we need a leader from the front. Nelson Oliveira is not a leader from the front. He's not a barker from the front. He's not going to demand What the is ball. a barker? A barker is someone that yeah. shouts on the football pitch. Yeah. You need a yapper. You need a Kenny McLean in midfield giving it large. Yeah. Niggling at the opponents. No, no, absolutely. Let's get emotional about yeah. it. We need players that are going to I thought you said take the, mo- you said take the emotion. No, out. very different. No, no, no. You very, said no, take no, no, the emotion. Very out. different. On the pitch, we need emotion. Right. Yeah, I agree. We need emotion. So, and the blend between experienced players and youth players has only just been able... Daniel Farker has now had, and Stuart Webber, they've had a full summer window, ultimately, to get a squad that is now theirs, mm. in my opinion. So they've got they've got to, and I think that Rob's right, that I think they've nailed it. They've got the likes of Jordan Rhodes. If Tim Krul signs, that's a fantastic experience signing that's able to coach the young players, to develop yeah, the young take players. Take away the Remy Matthews issue. Talk about the Champions League yeah. nights. Talk about the World Cup finals. Inspire these people. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Jamal Lewis with um, Felix Paslak, again, is, is another one yeah. for me. Um, Max Aaron's coming through. Absolutely. Great little these, these, these young left and right backs, are going to be, they're going to be looking at Felix Paslak and going, Jesus, this guy's been in the Champions League. That is exactly what we need to do and it's bloody smart. Now, I'm just going to play devil advocate here. Um, Standard. It's your job, Jack. <laughs> Jordan Rhodes, I think he scored was it eight goals in the past two seasons. Yeah. Three of them came against Norwich City. Yeah. Now, you Perfect. say this is exactly what we need. What is Jordan Rhodes? Because I haven't watched Sheffield Wednesday okay. much over the well, past two seasons. You're the man I've who knows. Se- I've seen Jordan Rhodes numerous times, obviously yeah. playing for various other clubs and Sheffield Wednesday. He is what you need in the Championship. At least He's got a bit of rough and tumble about him. He's not afraid to get involved. Um, he can play with his back to goal. He's not slow. He's he's not known for being mm. massively quick, but he's not slow. He's got he's got an injection of pace. Yeah. Um, and he can finish. You know, we saw a couple one in Germany where yeah. he was just on the end of something and got there. Yeah. Now, far too often, Nelson Oliveira, as an example of where we were last season, was just dropping so deep yeah. because fair play to him, he wants to get involved. Yeah. Which give him credit for that. Yeah. He'd be dro- he'd be playing as an extra central midfielder basically. He'd get something and he'd do one of his great flicks or a little pass. And then there's no one there at the end. Jordan Rhodes will do what he needs to do, and he'll just do everything he needs to do in that area of the pitch he needs to be. Can Jordan Rhodes play top in his own role? It remains to be seen, but they wouldn't have signed him if they didn't think he could. Should and slash could or will Daniel Farker play two up top next? Well, season? I think I think it's going to be. I mean, that's that's the, the losing of Madison is a big blow, but obviously because he's a legend. He's going to be a legend, and he's is, a great. Footballer. Is James Madison better he, than Jack Wilshere? Yes or no? I'll. I'll, I'll, I said to you before we started recording, <laughs> he will be better, and I did say that he will be a better player than Jack Wilshere. He's, in, he's definitely, he's definitely. But no, but Matt, joking aside, Madison played in that sort of advanced role where he yeah. could link up with whoever's up front. Sadly, it didn't work, and Madison would be generally the one who was scoring the goals. But I think 
Rhodes probably does need a little bit of help. You know, he's got the likes of, of Morris Leitner, who's going to obviously ping him through. He's got that. Tommy Tribal, who can move about a bit. He's got Anel Hernandez, who I really like and I think can be a top player for us. You know, there are there are options in there, and obviously he's got the goat as well. The goat, the goat exactly. Yeah. By the way, fantastic so, tweet. Yeah, well, I well knew, done, well played. I, I know, finished lad. So, and he told me. So, yeah, I mean, I think we'll we'll find that that Pookie is the man. Perhaps he plays a little bit deeper, and, and Chris told me from being at Kings Lynn and, and the Crawley game that that's kind of where Pookie plays. So it might be that it's he's the number ten. So Pookie's poking him through. Pookie's Team. poking him to for Rhodes to finish him. Yeah, Team. that's what we want to see. So where does Shabredi fit into this then? Um, or does he not? Yeah, uh, <laughs> job centre. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, no, I, the bottom line is they obviously rate him. They obviously like him. That's why they signed him. But he's young. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to write him off because you've got to give your lads a chance, as we said earlier. But let's be honest, the evidence is that he's not going to be the answer to Norwich City's goal-scoring problems. However, let's give him an opportunity to settle in. It, we've now got Pookie and Rhodes ahead of him. Nelson is still on the books, so come Birmingham, he might be there. Interesting. And then you've got Sabrini as your fourth. So put him on the bench, see what happens. Come on, Jack, what do you think? Well, my only worry is... Is I'm looking at this solely on stats. We've got a Jordan Rhodes who hasn't really scored goals in the past two seasons. Timu Puki who came from where did he come? The, the Danish league. Right, Timu well, well Timu Puki. He's oh, Bromby. Come on, Brombu, as they are called. It's um, a big club in from the town of Kolka. Yeah, but it, it's he's not the championship, is it? Yeah. We've got a Dennis Trebeni who scored one goal in I think ten well, games. We know he's pretty poor. Did you say? And, and, we've, the, and we've let go of our main goal scoring asset in James Madison. What was your favourite season watching Norwich City ever? Tell me right now. I know what the answer is, but just tell me. Um, Paul Lambert was your favourite season. Yeah. Championship promotion. Yeah. Were you banging on about stats then, of all of those no, average did, players? Yeah, but on? let's just let him finish. Well, no, because He's I haven't, I haven't seen... And I haven't, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm open to all of this. I just think when you sell your best players, which yeah, we maybe which not we sell have. them, Angus Gunn, James Madison, Harrison Reid is well, gone. We have, we've, sold Reed and, uh, we've sold Murphy and Madison. There we go. And replaced them with... Someone from from Denmark, yeah, and a championship striker who hasn't really scored goals. I'm just struggling to get excited. You, you should I'm be concerned. No, no, no. You should be yeah. concerned. But I think, as me and Rob have already highlighted, like I think we need to go into the season with good, positive. No, no, I am. Be optimistic. No, no, I don't think. I don't. You don't. I don't think fans need to be positive. I think the players need to be positive. No, I think the, fa- well, I think I, the players. Perhaps, perhaps the fans. Perhaps, well, perhaps I need to rephrase that. It, it's not. Yeah, all right. We need to be positive. We need to be behind him. Of course, we always will be as fans. But the bottom line is, Jack's, Jack's raised an excellent point. But I'm not one of these people that's saying we're going to go up, we're going to challenge for the players. Sure. I don't think we will. So I think what perhaps the, what Jack, I would say about Jack, a great point that he's made is, let's just lower our expectations. And if, if it comes to be higher than that, we'll, you know, let's have a party. But I actually think if you are replacing James Madison, who is going to be the England captain one day, with Timu Puki, then that's a massive step down. Mm. Whether and that's no disrespect to Timu Puki, who's obviously a decent player, plays for Finland, and he's he's had a good career. He's got a wonderful name as well. He's got a great name. My expect. I'm sorry, boys, but my expectancy will not drop because that's it was already you. lower last season. That's fine. So what is Lo- your expectations? last season? I lowered my expectations massively. New head coach, yeah. new toilet cleaner, new <laughs> new players everywhere, all over the park. A player that had never kicked a ball in his life, playing as number one for, for your football club, that, that's like got all the pressure in the world. My expectations down here now, for me, and I've said it, and I need to keep saying it. You know, next season I'm excited because there are no excuses. Last season was was rotting away with excuses, injuries, not the right player, blah 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 blah, attitude, mm. fans, atmosphere, you know, come on, like there are yeah, no, there's no excuses right. now. So for me personally, I'm sure there'll be there's people watching and listening to this it. too. No, no, Rob, no, there are no excuses next season. Yeah, okay, well, can tell you name tell... excuses? Excuses next I could, season? I could probably think of many that will come up during the season, but that's football. You know, there's no football club who's going to say, I think we're, going to, we're definitely going to go up this season. I, no, just, I'm not just saying we're going up, Rob. But so there will, be, there will be excuses. Not excuses, why? there will be explanations as to explanations why. Explanations are yeah. different. So if, we if and we won't, because we'll be all right, if we lose 4-0 at Birmingham on the opening day, Parker's not going to come out there and say, uh, yeah, we were just rubbish. He'll say, well, it's because of this, it's because the ref did this, it's because so-and-so got injured in the first minute. It's that. So there's always going to be explanations why. That's football. I think, but Farker is under the spotlight. Definitely, take ownership. Definitely. I just think we need yeah, to take ownership of our own problems. Yeah, 
Don't train them as hard if they're getting injured. Well, don't whip them around. Is, I don't one. know about. I don't know about these sort yeah. of things. Right. Anyway, <laughs> you need to get Farker asking about. Pre-season is, is is coming to a close. We've got a trip to Luton. Yeah, I'm going. Ch- going to Charlton as well. No, of course doing Charlton. Right now, I had. Um, wrote down here I remember when you went to Charlton last year yes. about being Chris and you took that picture of yeah. James Madison and you said yeah. this man is yeah. you call him he's going to be a star or something along the lines I said I could, let's, let's, let's not misquote me to no. say it better I said, basically, let's not overhype James I Madison said, you said I he's going to go to Leicester for I, 25 I million chat, a year no, yeah. I said I had a chat with him and that's where we kind of struck up a, I wouldn't say a friendship because you know he's not a friend of mine unfortunately I'd love him to be that's where we got on and, and I became every time I saw him we, we had a chat and got on and I had a little chat with him, and then we did it on. We did an interview, and he said, "You know, I'm back, and I want to have a chance at playing in the first team." <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "You're saying you want to have a chance playing the first team, right? You've just come back." And he said, "Yeah, that's all I'm really worried about. It's just being in and around the first team." You know, fast forward a year, he's the hottest prospect in English football. Yeah. He's going to be a superstar. He already is. He's one of the best players we've ever seen in a Norwich shirt in my lifetime. So it's funny how. Strange how young can, players being given a chance can... And he was so humble. And, and anyone who tells you about James Madison will tell you what a genuinely great guy he was to deal with and an and a absolutely great human being. Anyway, my Brilliant question attitude. from this was, have you seen anyone this preseason? Not he's going to go on to be a James Madison, but you think, God, he could be a, a really good player for me. I, I, want to say, I want to say Anel Hernandez because, again, having spoke to him, having interviewed him, and it's not about liking people, but it's just you get a feeling about someone, which I did with James Madison. He's genuinely a really switched-on guy. Mm. Um, his English has improved massively, so he's obviously been working really hard on that, which yeah. I think is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he really wants yeah. to be part of it. We did a thing with him at a boxing gym. Good, but he looked pretty gym. good. He was brilliant. He's, yeah. Cuban. he's Cuban, yeah. They know how to box there. And he just genuinely seemed like a good geezer. And I've been impressed with him. A geezer, that's a bit of a word. Isn't no, it? Good like guy, that. geezer. Um, he just, I've just been impressed with him. I think he's, he's positive. I think he's quick. I think he's got a trick. I think he's quite direct, and I quite like that about him. He's powerful. Um, I don't know if he's going to be going for, to Leicester for £25 million this time next year, but he's he's perhaps my one to watch. Um, what about kind of the other 23s? Have you, have you seen yeah. anyone who's... Well, Max Aarons, I can say this now, because you'll say, well, of course you would, but he always, he always did impress yeah. me, and I interviewed him last season as well before I... Um, Maybe it's you, tiles. Rob. Maybe it it's be. people you interview. And he was just—he was just a dream to interview. And he—he he came through with Jamal. He—he he grew up in sort of roundabout Luton, and they both came from Luton. Right. So he's obviously really tight with Jamal, um, and really impressive young man. Got the right attitude because a lot. Mm. I mean, get Paul McVeigh on your mate, my mate, your mate. Macca will tell you if you've got football, if you can play football. That's one thing. That's ten percent of it. The rest of it is attitude. Yeah. And when you talk to Jamal Lewis, that that moment I was lucky enough to be the first to do a sort of pre-match with with um, Jamal Lewis. He lit the room mm. up. He mm. lit the room up. We were like, wow. You know, and that's the intimidating in, thing, isn't it? Going into a press conference yeah, with, with Paddy Dan there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it is honestly. I yeah. mean, I'd be I'd be scared. Um, but he was he lit the room up and he was uh, smiling, play, massive smile and. Max Aarons was the same, you know, so he's another one that's obviously got such a great attitude. He can obviously play football, but we all know, and Macker will tell you, it's about attitude. Because we haven't got the talent. Well, I speak for myself, you know, I know you're decent in the Matalan or whatever, but yeah, yeah. we haven't got the talent. We've, we can all kick a ball, but these lads are born with the talent, but it's the attitude that takes you there, and that's what you need. Absolutely. Chris, you were banging very hard on the Carlton Morris drum last season. He unfortunately yeah. got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Players yeah. looking like him, Adam Ida, Adair. Ida, Ida, Ida. Yeah, scored four goals against British yeah. Dortmund. Scored yeah. a goal against Kings Lynn. Yeah, maybe a shot against Stevenage in the cup. Interest, a lot of interest there. But then a lot of interest in Carlton Morris. Still gutted he's injured yeah. because I think that he is. Um, I still think he's got a massive future at Norwich City. Right. Certainly, great. And Adam Ida, I saw him um, a few times in the cup and what have you, the Youth Cup. Mm. Absolutely. He's powerful, he's quick, he Good. looks way older than he is in terms of he's big yeah. and strong. And he's, again, you know, you talk to him and he's so confident and he's, you know, yeah, Irishman good. as well, which, you know, always got a bit of cockiness, the Irish. And, you know, he's tremendous, absolutely tremendous. So he's another good one. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some good lads coming through. Good, the future's bright. Um, interesting story I was reading today about Daniel Farker. He's, of course, only got one year left on his contract. Where do we think his future lies? Do we think is at Norwich City? Do we think he's going to be the long-term manager of Norwich City? Or, you know, he was saying 
contract negotiations can wait a little while. Do you think the board are fully behind him? Oh, good question. I love the way you posed that. That's a good question. It's been working at Anglia for <laughs> oh, a while. No, I know, I know. Malcolm Robertson, <laughs> Malcolm Robertson taught you that. Um, I think that's a really good question. I won't, I won't comment on what the board think because I don't know that. What I would say is, is that he need. I don't know about a good start. He needs a good sort of six, three or four months. Yeah, I think he. Needs and if that doesn't happen, oh, they'll get rid. Yeah, they will get rid. Well, Stuart Webber's, Stuart Webber's gone on record saying that, hasn't he? That now we have a head coach system in there, mm. we can replace Daniel Parker. Yeah, I, I don't think he's gone on record saying I'll get rid of Daniel Parker. No, Parker. no I know what he you mean. said that the Probably system that we've we got, got Parker, means yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I, I think you're right, um, and it is. It's literally. Take him out, put someone else in. Who's the next one? You know, Weber loves German football. There'll be another German manager, maybe. I don't know. But it's back, Daniel Farker. Or, no, Neil, no, or Neil Warnock. Or Neil Warnock. Mick McCarthy is still looking no. for a club. Warnock, I'd take him. But no, I'm not. I'd, I've got, you know, I'd, I've said many times how much I like Daniel Farker as a bloke. I think yeah. he's brilliant yeah. with the press. Sure. And he has, he's obviously a good coach. You know, the, the, the guy knows what he's doing. So, yeah, absolutely back him, 100%. Right, I'm introducing a new segment just for this week only. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, wow. It's called, are they do it in trade or not, Neil? Oh, God. Um, this is a segment where we ask Rob what we think the team will be like next season. Now, I don't I don't know what starting eleven we will see next season. Maybe that's because yeah. the team is simply so strong. Yeah. Um, midfield. Now, this is the area we're going to be concentrating on. I think we probably know the defence. We've got a lot of midfielders. Yeah, we have 15, I think. 15? I think it's 15 midfielders. Hello, Stats. So how are we going to fit 15 midfielders in in a midfield three or two? Or What do you think is going to happen, Rob? Um, well, I would say the first choice, I think Kenny McLean's in there as a first choice. Um, Big I step think, up. Straight away. Yeah, I think so, because he's obviously looked the part in pre-season, but you can't always judge it on pre-season. Um, I, think, I think I'd still go with Alex Tetty. Um, really? he's, now, he's got chicken pox. Yeah. Well, goose pox is um, goose pox. So are you, are you playing two two central defensive midfielders then? Well, hang on, you're not dropping Kenny McLean. Yeah, Kenny McLean can Kenny, Kenny McLean pushes up. Kenny McLean pushes up. But you're definitely not playing Trevor and Tete together, are you? Hang on a minute. Just let me let me figure it out because you need to go through your whole team. But Kenny McLean can push. Yeah, agreed. Because I was because Chris Sutton phoned me as soon as we signed him. Name drop. And he said, is he a repl- if he's replacing Madison, that's not a bad shout. That okay. wasn't his exact words, but he said he is a similar, obviously not as good, but he's a similar type player. Do you want a pen and paper just to jot? Yeah, go on. Tactical, because I know it's tough. For me, as long as Leitner is in there, threading the balls through to, to the forwards, mm. forwards, because we need to play the front two next season, mm. or front three. If, if well, well, Do we think we're going to three? Oh, so we're starting I'm, right from the back. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a whole team. And you it? put Remy Matthews in goal. Well, that's who he is at the minute, isn't it? Number one. Got Interesting. Okay, so Tim Krill's dropped the bench. Well, he hasn't signed yet. No, you've that's dropped him. Third. You've dropped him. Um, so, are we going to back three? Yeah, I think that. Okay, I, I think we'll go back three because I think that works quite well. So we'll obviously. Uh, go... I'm going to film this so we can kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. Film this on my phone. So, we'll go... so you keep going. Timmy this K. Is good. This is good. This is good. Dual um, camera. Obviously, Grant Hanley, who has been struggling with injury, but we'll assume he's going to be fit. And um, nice handwriting, Rob. I don't know about that. No, it's readable. It's nice. Um, and then we'll go with Zim, Big Zim. Yeah. I, I love the Zim. Yeah. Okay. So much interest. There. Right. He's also a good boxer. It looked. Sean yeah. Sean Raggett thoughts. Well, he hasn't really been given a chance, has he? Um, again, but I mean, there's obviously something they don't like about him or don't rate about him. So that's why. Okay. So he'll probably end okay. up on loan. But I, I loved him when we signed him. I thought he was going to be great. But okay. anyway, so left. Um, are we saying Lewis if he's fit? Well, Stiegman's been playing a lot. Yeah, but that's because Lewis has been in. Stiegman wants been to be field. Okay. So Lewis has had the old thrippy bits, hasn't he? So. Um, Stiegman wants now to be field. As it stands, I'm saying Pinto. Ooh. I think it'd be harsh on him, and but he might he might not be. We don't know, but Pashlak's obviously there. So let's go Let's go. McLean as you sort of... Pinto won't, be, Pinto won't be, yeah. Tetty. Tribal. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, so sorry to all the podcast listeners right now. Yeah, this is really and boring. We'll edit this, course. don't worry. <laughs> and, and and then he can sort of do that, yeah. Right. And then interesting. Okay. But that what do I know? That's just what that's so just no pookie. No, not at the minute. No, but that's this is this is a long season. That's just how I'd start Birmingham. But again, I haven't studied Birmingham. 
So I don't know exactly what they're going to do. Does this thing this work is... with Hernando being a winger and only having one winger on the pitch? Well, I, for me, that I think you just switch it. I think you just switch it around, and perhaps perhaps McLean's a little bit more sort of over there as well, so he can kind of because Madders used to do that, didn't he? Just kind of go anyway. Because with a couple, couple of arrows, arrows. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes everything make sense. Well, the arrows is like football manager, isn't it? When you have the arrows, yeah. But I, I look, he might want to keep it balanced with two wingers, but why, why we haven't do... really got. We haven't really got a left-sided winger. I'm just, I'm, I'm really, yeah. But even still, I'm, I'm really struggling seeing Tete and Tribal in there together. I just think that's a wall. Yeah, but why? But why? Because why not bring the game well, no, to Light, the Light, Lightning's, Lightning's going to be gutted. How are you dropping Lightning there? Well, I haven't dropped him because it's yeah. the first game of the season. You've dropped him. Well, I deal with the facts. He's not, not on the sheet. Maybe no, he's not dropped as he's been in, is he? You know. <laughs> so I say, look, Mo. Look, let's mate, just let's just Mo, check. Mate, Mo's class. Mo, Mo is class. You I'm can't not drop him it's a long game season. season. Well, I would say I like Teddy if he's fit. I like Tribal, and I think they just get really sure they're away from home. McLean can just be that little bit more. Agreed. Here's the middle ground between us two potentially. This team away from home, nice. For me, next season at home. I need to see Norwich City yeah, winning the game. You did to say the Birmingham, opponents. didn't you? I did. Yeah. Absolutely so, agreed. Right, let's get on to Twitter <laughs> questions now. I think, I think, we have got the most questions ever for a oh, podcast guest. And I think the previous best was your BBC colleague, Mr. Nick Conrad. God dear, um, <laughs> we love Nick. We yeah. Love Nick. Now, the, now the first question, and this is an important one, and Rob actually has already replied to this, not with his answer. But this is from Joe Denton. Um, <laughs> who we always read the bios of, and, 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 and Joe clearly knows this because he puts, Jack Reeve must follow me if he sees this. <laughs> Norwich City season ticket holder, sales at Speedo, and teach coach swimming. So I'll oh, follow Joe yeah. for that. Well done, Joe. Joe. He asks, which player would have the best chance of winning the ITV show Love Island? It's a great show. Watch it every night. Um, <laughs> I, Do you actually? Yeah. Yeah. Do you phone in and vote? And no, no, he does. He does. No, <laughs> Hello, Neil. <laughs> um, I would say the be- the person with the best chance. I'm just looking at the team here we've got now, mm. but I'm trying to think of the, the no. squad as well. Todd Cantwell. I I He's had I had help from someone with this. I'm going with Jamal Lewis. Because of the yeah, that smile. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, yeah, true. He's just a good-looking yeah. lad. He's. Positive, he's young. Tell you what, though, Zim, you know, Zim's a beefcake, yeah. he's isn't he? Quite, he's a bit older. He'd be like paired up with uh, Laura, the air hostess. <laughs> he's a bit older. She's 29, apparently. So apparently, some Love Island bants there. Mature, yeah. Cool. So I, yeah, I'd go, I'd go Jamal because I think he's he's a great. great what does it kid. take to be a good Love Island contestant? Good looks, which that rules us out. Banter, um, banter that rules you out. <laughs> um, and. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what you tell me. You work for ITV, so what, yeah, yeah, go on. I think just if you're good looking, isn't it? Really. So that rules us yeah, all out, mate. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, Jay Lawrence, what's it like oh, working God. with me? <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. No, nah, he's he's a good lad, Jay. Of course, of absolute radio fame. Yeah, I know he's on other things. We can talk about it. We're not. We always. I try and talk about it on air, but Chris always. He's good. Chris is good at sort of bringing me back to where I should be. But yeah, Jay Lawrence. He's on Absolute Radio. He's on every week. He's on Absolute Radio 90s, and he has to pretend that he knows about 90s music. Even though he's <laughs> saying he doesn't. I have to tell you, he asked me for stories about 90s Britpop and stuff. So, but he is genuinely on. A, I think he's sometimes on a Sunday morning. I was I was on my way to somewhere the other day. And he, he is brilliant. If you if you're a bit if you're about my age and you like Absolute Radio 90s, I, I had it on as I came in when I drove to here. It's a brilliant station, and Jay. He drops all the joking aside, he drops he, the he's a fantastic DJ, and he's got a massive future. He's brilliant, oh. and we love having him with us. Brilliant, um, Lewis Matthews with Russell Martin out of the first team. Who will be issuing issuing the annual mid-season rallying cry? Um, Zimbo. Yeah. Zimbo. Zimbo. He's good. He's, he's under feet are under the table. He's a brilliant. You know, he, he really does want to do a lot of press. He's always happy to do it. He, he goes to the the, foot, the forums, the social club forums with yeah, Diane, yeah, yeah. Diane Blazier, sorts out, and he sort of stays right till the end, helps them clear up and get bin liner and put all the volleyballs <laughs> in and all that. He absolutely loves it, so I think he's the one you'd yeah. put forward. And he is a good lad. He yeah. really is. He really loves nice the game. Isn't he? Yeah. You wouldn't want to get a fight with him either. Really. No, he's no, he's big. Apparently, he's the nice. best bench press at Norwich. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, um, now this is my favourite question we've already yeah. got some great replies this is coming in from Jack he says where is the strangest place you've ever seen someone famous last month I saw Alex Neal at Animal Kingdom in Disney World yeah 
Um, Callum Thompson then replies, well, I saw Alex Neal in Benidorm a few days after we sacked him. I remember that seeing pictures of him. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. And now this is my favourite one. This is coming from Louis. Well, I saw Gary Doherty at Walton on the Nays Pier. That's iconic. Yeah, that's Lovely. actually iconic. Well, I saw. I told you boys before we get when it came on air, I um, saw Alex Neal at Jersey Boys <laughs> Theatre Royal. It was the day we played Galston. I don't know if people remember, but I was on the roof. Yeah. You were there. No, I remember. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. So I had to get on the roof to get a signal, which was funny. And uh, yeah, it was all. everyone was positive because we just got to the Premier League and I saw him Jersey Boys about the fifth time I'd seen it. It's a great music. Have you seen it, Jersey no. Boys? Brilliant. No, Go and see it. Really? Yeah, no interest. Why not? What about the people you know what on about? different note? What about the people <laughs> on different note that saw Angus Gunn and Josh Murphy at the kebabby? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a solid performance. Yeah. That's got to be up there. Yeah, I oh. saw Andy Townsend in Home Base once when I was a kid. Lovely. <laughs> Mine's not Norwich City related, but I Terrible once content, um, by the way. came into contact with John Carew in a Birmingham travel lodge. Brilliant. Oh wow. There? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was he doing? Travel lodge. Bit. That's a bit nothing wrong with Travel Lodge. No, it's a budget hotel. They'd happily let you say that. I think. Oops, sorry, mate. Chris, you seen Norwich players at strange um, places? Uh, not really. No. Chris Gorham's got I some do, good ones, but I I'll arrange, let him tell you when he comes on. I arrange meetings with mine. Uh, Kieran Butts <laughs> asks, <laughs> uh, "What do you guys think of Sky opting not to show the derby?" Don't care because we get more listeners. <laughs> Gutted. Because well, I love because hu- I love humiliating Ipswich Love on Sky, so the nation can see how much of a better football club we are. Steady. Can we remember the last time the game wasn't shown on Sky? Yeah, you tweeted earlier. Dave Freeze have probably figured that out. Bless yeah. him. Five one. That was the last time. Yeah. But, but that was that was on. The but then the one before that was on the BBC. Of course, right. BBC Sport. Yeah, yeah, iconic. That was Grant Holt yeah, Moustache. Yeah. So you're not snapping up the rights of this one then? Well, we have got. The, well, Ooh. as it stands. Ooh. Well, I can't, I can't comment, but Ooh. we we can't show video of it, can we? No, because we're a radio right. station. No, I meant. Oh, I'm, I'm BBC. No, we BBC doesn't do football. What about a Rob Butler Facebook live stream? Could try yeah. it, but you know, I'll probably never work again. But hopefully, <laughs> but all being well, it will yeah. be on the radio, so you don't have to worry. You can, Chris Gorham will paint the pictures for yeah. you. Yeah, lovely. Um, Sam Norton, the Norwich City movie on, is in the cinemas. Telling the story of Daniel Farker's regime. Christ, that'd be boring. Which actor <laughs> plays Daniel Farker? Got it. And which actors play the footballers? Now, we're not going to go through all of the footballers, I've but got it. what actor would you have played Daniel Farker? Russ, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Russ Martin? Russ is Daniel Farker. Why? Because he'd be hilarious. Yeah, but he's not an actor. Yeah, but he's the. Because Russ could grow his barnet to the length that Daniel yeah, Farker could. And he's, got, his ears. and he's got the beard and. Well, sort of a He could do a good impression. Did you just say your beard is better than Russ Martin? No, my beard's better than Daniel Farkas. It's not better right. than Russ Martin. I was going to say, that's the name of Russ. That's the, that's the title sorted. Uh, come on, let's think of someone. Come on, Jack. Let's have a serious answer. You probably have better <laughs> act, actor's knowledge than me. Uh, I would say Daniel Farker can be played by Christoph Waltz. There you go. Brilliant. Because he's German. It's the only German actor I can think of. Good. Yeah. Uh, the Unthanked Kitchen. Now, apologies oh. to Chris Gorham here. So much time for the Unthanked, um, by the way. If Rob Butler could choose anyone for Chris Gorman... Yeah, I love it when oh. people get the name Chris right. Gorman. Chris Gorman, he loves that. <laughs> to co-commentate <laughs> with on a Norwich City match, who would it be? Choose anyone for Chris... Oh, right. Okay. So, let's say people you haven't had already. Oh, right. That rules God, out yeah. probably half a number. Or what yeah. about someone that would kind of like spark him up a little bit? Well, like then I'd have him for Canary Call after as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, true. Well, we've had Russ. I wasn't in that day. Um, I was away. Uh, it was at boxing, I think. So I can't have Russ. I think Russ would be really good if we had him again. Mm. But someone we haven't ever had, mm. I would say, um, Danny David McNally. Oh, to co-commentate a game. Well, he knows wow. about football. He's been a director of football, or for whatever it was, chief executive. Canary Call would be live. Yeah, I'd love it. It would be brilliant. Canary. McNally, David, sorry, I can call him McNally, it's rude. Mr. McNally, if you're watching, I'm sure you love these boys. Get yourself on here. Because <laughs> we, so. we saw some tweets from you recently, mm. and we want to know more. And also, please come on Canary Call. That'd be brilliant. Wow. Could you imagine the scenes? I'm going for Delia. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I want Delia on here first, though. I don't think she'd want to come on Canary Call. In fact, do you think I'm David no, McNally no, would no, want to? Okay. I think he probably would because yeah, you know, I uh, you know, let's see. Well, there we go. There's your lot to say. Well, I'm, I have already put the you invite just have out. To, there. You just have to watch the the beverages before he goes on. For who? Dave McNally. I'm not going to comment on that in any way, shape, or form. Good. And I'm, I'm now okay. actively 
removing myself from that comment. <laughs> the Unfag Kitchen. Um, Rob Butler, I need to know your all-time favourite. You're so busy. Am I getting a free breakfast out of him or something? Uh, I don't know. Um, I need to know your all-time favourite call on Canary Call. Oh, no, There's been some classic. I saw ones. that one. Um, I can't, honestly. They what all blend into one. What was the lady with the inflatable canary? Yeah, that was oh, Pammy. That was yeah, we all love Pammy. Great old bird. Um, <laughs> she, that, that was what she said. She's not. A I like Dale. I like Dale. He's always great. Yeah. He's a he's a character, and he won't go through taking through people's letterboxes, <laughs> you know, and all that around lower stuff where he lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's lower stuff anyway. Um, I honestly, there's been so Anyone many. Anyone with a Norfolk accent? Any, all of them. Everyone. The last call. You boys come come on sometimes, and everyone. I really respect everyone who comes on because there's too many people. Sitting there moaning about the callers, they're tuning in, which is what we want. But there's too many people moaning about the callers, oh, they're not having their own opinion. Get yourself on the phone. That's what Absolutely. we always say to people: oh eight hundred three eight nine seven three two. Our new number, free phone for people in Norfolk who don't like spending money. Get yourself on. Stop moaning about people like Chris and Jack who, who come on the show. Get on there yourself. We want new callers Absolutely. all the time. Still slightly disappointed. The, the number changed. Oh one six zero three six one seven three two one is still beyond my the all time. I know. Anyway, seven three two one. Yeah, bad things happen in life, don't they? Yeah. Um, Sam Goodrum. Now, this is an interesting one. What's your opinion on the current state of Aston Villa, and would you be happy with investment from foreign owners? Yes. Here we are, stirring the pot. Interesting. Uh, or prefer Delia and Co with limited funds. Hashtag TNC podcast. Yeah. Good hashtag. Okay, Sam. I would say good question. I would say, I've said it on air on BBC Radio Norfolk, you know, I've got no issue with who or what, where investment comes from, because it's got, it's totally irrelevant, the foreign thing. It's totally and utterly yeah. irrelevant. It's yeah. got no yeah, foundation agreed. whatsoever. It doesn't matter where it's they come from. There's good and bad people everywhere. There's good and bad people there's in good the English, English British yeah, shows, yeah, there's, there's yeah. bad British shows, etc. We know that. Let's get that out of the way. In terms of Delia and Michael, they're the owners of the football club. They saved us. That's a fact. You yeah. never change that. And they've done so much to this football club. They are well loved by Norwich fans. Um, but I think they would admit themselves that you do need help. You do need investment. You do need to take things forward. And I think, um, I'm sure that, that, that those questions are asked in the boardroom. I'm sure that, that they are open to things. And yeah. it's, not a, it's not a closed door. Um, do I want my football club to, to have more money and be more self-sufficient? Of course I do. Why wouldn't I? Do I want to see him in a position where they're challenging mm. to go up every season? Yes. Do I want to see him in a position where they can keep the likes of James Madison? Yes. So that means money, doesn't it? Now, I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <clears throat> that then comes with the risk of becoming a, a Queen's Park Rangers, a Portsmouth, yeah. maybe an Aston Villa, financial or, or a Leicester, disarray. Or a Cardiff who've just gone up. There are clubs that are in the Premier League that have got... So you're willing owners. to take that risk? Well, it's not really a risk. It's about... Well, it is a risk if you become well, a Portsmouth. It's a risk doing what we're doing because if no players come through and we don't produce players that are good enough to sell we won't bring any money in but we are probably oh it's, it's safe sort what we're doing yeah definitely. so you're willing to take the risk it depends on how big the risk is well yeah I mean you, you, I don't know I, I, the answer to that question is Jack I don't know all, all I'm saying is is that, that need, we need to look at it we need to and I'm sure they are I'm, they're not silly they're not They're not fools on the board you know they Absolutely. know what they're doing and Absolutely. I just think that the foreign element is the word that we need to yeah, take out yeah, of it totally and just agree. say I want good owners I want good um, investment That's so are you, are you saying you're not happy with the competitiveness that Norwich City is showing at the moment I think um, what they're trying to do is very admirable. I think I think Webb has been told to do something and he's doing it and he's doing well with it. He's trying his best and he's doing it. He's got a set of goals that he's got to try and fulfil and he's going, in my opinion, the right way about it. Yeah. I just think we are we're very much and we have been like this for a long time. We're very much trying to be the bastion, the the, be, the beacon of a football club that can do it the right way. Yeah. I think that's admirable. Yeah. But sometimes you, if you can't beat, you've got to join them. Yeah, great so it's, yeah, There you go. Great Sometimes you have to, but good luck. If it comes off, I'm going to be delighted because I want my football club to not be one that everyone goes, oh, they're just, you know, they're just throwing money at everything. We don't want that. But Man City have done it, and they're, you know they're the biggest <laughs> club in Europe. Completely different set of circumstances, obviously, and they've got a massively rich owner. But we can't. We why? I just worry that Norwich are trying to be the only club that go, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the evidence that it's worked? Can you think of one? Huddersfield. There you go then. And that's why we got there. That's why we got their sporting director. But, you know, we're still a bigger club than Huddersfield are. You know, we are. Yes, yes. 
We are. Yes, you know, there's, right. no, there's no, there's no question about that. We're a big, we get bigger crowds. What about Brighton? Well, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I know you've got a vendetta against Brighton. Oh. Look, I'll be honest with you, Chris. Oh, I've had, you I've there. had, I've had arguments with. I've done. I've picked too many fights. You have had arguments. I've had arguments Rob's, with Wigan. Rob's, Rob's done with arguments. I've had, I've had now. arguments with Watford. I'm taking the reins of that. You're gonna have. You can have that gimmick, mate. Was the Wigan <laughs> one over the drum? The Wigan one was over loads of things. There was loads of things. <laughs> I get in trouble with them. We've always pulled him back. And yeah. then officially, I. Sort of had a truce with them when Grant Holt a truce with myself really because I was arguing with myself in <laughs> but I said to him once they signed Holty but then they play. didn't play him yeah. and Watford that's a, that's a long running thing so I don't ever want to play Watford again okay. put it that way now I'm going to ask another question that I think I know the answer to because I know this man here doesn't really like music or drums or enhancing atmosphere things <laughs> but Peter asks what me- I suppose it's a bit different what music should we walk out to this season and should we bring back the three, two, one countdown to on the ball? Set? Yes. To which bit? I think the three, three two, one. one I liked because it was quite normal. Three, two, one, kick. Yeah, I like. And it that. actually gets to the end. And it's look, I'm not end, against. Please. I'm not against. Look, I'm not against. I'm not against it anymore. I don't care. I, I just let people. I'm getting old, Jack. <laughs> you can't I just bothered. let. Do you know what? Just let people do what they want. I'm honestly, I am getting old. I'm nearly <laughs> forty. I'm, you know, and that is old, believe it or not. And I just think, do you know what? If people want to do it, let them do it. I, I'm, I'm a reporter. That's what I do. I, I'm not lucky enough to sit with the fans now because I'm, I'm reporting. I'm lucky enough to do that, but I'm not going to start dictating to fans what they should do because it's not to do with me. Anyway, what music should we walk out um, to? I don't know. Carnival de Paris. Oh no. Uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC because that's a good song. Do you know the one? Yeah. Mm. Play it now on the podcast. Carnival de Paris is a band. Can't yeah. I think we should bring out like Dua Lipa or something. You know what? I've got a lot no, of. Did interest. you see the Liverpool fan? No, Dua Lipa. No interest. Yeah, that's a sti- that's a stinker from you, Jack Reed. Yeah. That is a stinker. <laughs> that whiffs. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Oh, oh my Dua god! Lipa. Look, she's the most played female artist in 2018. I tell you what, this one's for Chris Gore. You can clip this out. I think we should walk out to the Ting Tings because that's the latest sound <laughs> that, is, um, that is going on with the you kids. The Ting Tings. Okay. Yeah, what the Flowbots? Remember them? No, never heard of them. Oh, a like, band, an, another band that Jay Lawrence likes. I heard him talk about the other, the Plain White Tees. Yeah, with they... Hey, Hey Delilah. It could be Hey Delia. Oh, oh no, the city stand would like that. They're too no. busy moaning at her. I think anything that gets the Regency stand and the South the stand, stand singing is that what it's called the now? River End, isn't it? Oh, interesting. That's I thought it is. The Regency security. There's a lot of money. From. I respect our I sponsors. Care. It's the River End. <laughs> well, I've, you know, I'm still. I'm in the South stand. Aren't Who's I? your official crane supplier this season? I don't know. I'm not. I can't advertise. <laughs> and we, of course, don't sit in the bark anymore, Chris. No, we, we don't. Do. We sit in the Woodford's Brewery stand. I've got. I love that. Pathetic. Pathetic. Bark end. Let's, no, to be uh, fair, hang on, let's come in on that because Woodford's have respected that and they've kept the name. Yeah, it is still right. called yeah. the Barclay. Yeah, they've I not know. been, they've not just gone, we want to pay no, a ton of money. Yeah, no, no, good fair play. Yeah. Uh, are you a Marmite man or not? Yeah, I like Marmite. Yeah. Oh, yes, on toast? Rob. Yep, toast. Yes, Rob. With cheese as well. Oh, I know, I've got a really interesting with, question here. With cheese? What cheese? This is a really interesting question. Um, <laughs> do you like fruitcake? This isn't the oh, question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you not have with cheese with butter on it? Oh, right. No, someone was telling me about that the other day. Oh, I've had a real spat yeah, with someone. I forget who it was. On Twitter. No, no, I'm... I can't. I can't remember. It was someone I worked with, and they said, "Oh, have you tried cheese on fruit?" Oh, yeah, it was at a barbecue I was at the other day around Phil Daly's house, and someone said, "Have you tried cheese with fruit?" And I was like, "No, I don't think I ever will." You're the just, conversations you're getting too old for those sort of yeah. things, aren't you, Rob? Just, just Stick one. Like I just want a, sla- I just want a slab of fruit cake on its own with a cup of tea. Don't Solid. need cheese. Save your cheese for something else. Yeah, With of course. Yeah, of course. All cheese um, is supplied by the cheese trucker. Yes, he's just trying to get sponsors. Um, trying to do. Tony PS4. First oh, of all, I love Tony. Hello, Rob. Top man. Yeah, um, interesting. Hello, Tony. Tony. Um, do you think we'll get into the playoffs this season? And he thinks that Tim Krull will be a good addition to our I squad. I think so. Yeah, if we get him, I'm not take away the Remy Matthews thing, Tony. You're right. Tim Krull will be an excellent signing. Do I think we'll get in the playoffs? No. Right. Matt Gregory, would you take a World Cup win for England or a Premier League title for Norwich? Do you know what? I've changed I've changed my tune on that. The Premier League title, absolutely, of course, mm. a million percent. However, I used to say oh, I'd, I'd take a draw on Saturday for Norwich and Eng- rather than England win the World Cup. But I got washed away with it all mm. this summer and I really loved it and it... And it 
They, what, the, what the FA are saying is it connected us again with the national yeah. team. You're not getting too old for England, though. No, I've, t- I've changed on because I've famously always said, oh, I jumped on the bandwagon. I certainly did this year, and it was yeah, brilliant. So good, I'm good. saying, obviously, I'll take it, Norwich winning the Premier League title, yeah. but I had a taste, we all did, of England winning that World Cup this yeah. year, and that was special, wasn't it? It was. Could have been great. Um, one of my favourite Twitter accounts, saluting Sabreni, has tweeted us a picture simply of, because Chris, you've said that you've I never seen Dennis Sabreni smile. I can't smile. laugh at that. Yeah. It's just constant. And saluting Sabreni has found a picture of Dennis yeah. Sabreni smiling. He is. Is that when he scored? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think actually someone's holding his cheeks back there. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, what a lovely goal it was. Yeah. Um, you celebrated like England won the World Cup when that goal went in. By the I way, I like Dennis Sabreni. Yeah, I know you do. Really do. Oh, good luck. I hope, he t- I hope he does it. He plays for Norwich, so I support him. Um, I'm trying to find other questions. Talk amongst yourselves for a little while. Okay. Um, Thoughts more on Love Island? Oh, there was I another one about actually... Love Island I, I saw, which was who's, your, who's my favourite in Love Island, I think you find. Who is it? I bet it's well, Laura. I thought long and hard about this, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Megan? I like you? Kaz. I think she's really nice and lovely girl, really pleasant. <laughs> I like I like the surfer. What's her name? No, I don't, no, I don't. Watch no, really nice. you don't like the surfer. The surfer. What's oh, her name? come on, she's boring. Sarah, something like that. I like who else? I use. Um, I also like. Um, Did you like Miss Loyal? No, I didn't like her really because she was a bit annoying, wasn't she? Yeah. But I think my favourite in Love Island is Josh. Oh, oh, Josh what Denzel. about girls? though? No, that's my favourite. You asked my favourite. Oh, okay, oh, that's, that's right. That's Josh. Right. Have you got a Love Island water bottle? No, I haven't. Would you yes. like one? I would. If you, would you? <laughs> how much are they? I'll sort you out. I'll you on the house. Yeah. Honestly, That's if you do, if you up. get me one, yeah. well, you get them free at Angley. Uh, I don't know about Jeez, free. I was lucky to get a free. Get Rob on the script. Join this I, I promise you, I'd love it. There's nothing wrong with liking Love Island. See what I'm no. trying to do? I deal with football. Are you I in the deep end society? No, I'm not. <laughs> I connect with you know we can connect when I when I do my interviews I can be all really cool like that cool granddad and go oh yeah did you see Love Island last night and when Josh you know he's always buffing you know and I say all these things and I can go like the do bits of such do you watch it yeah absolutely yeah well there you go see what you're you're the odd one out here Jack you should be watching because it's putting your share price up correct yeah. uh, our, our good friend David Giles he was here last week go on David um, yeah, good landing, yeah top lad uh, Rob is Not your favourite time big of the lad, year but... January <laughs> yeah just because of the World Bowls Championships up there I know he's a big fan, isn't he, of Bowls? No, but he, of course, works at Potters. He does he? Yeah. I've never seen him. Tell him it comes out. I love the World Indoor Bowls. We cover it massively on BBC Red Norfolk mm-hmm. because our listeners absolutely love it. It's good, rightly Honestly, so. youngsters watching this now, get yourself over to Potters next year. It's electric. Well, that's all I'm going to say. The <laughs> Wembley of Bowls. Is it electric? It's absolutely electric. <laughs> on finals day, when um, Sean Williamson, a.k.a. Barry from EastEnders, sings, <laughs> honestly, the tears... Down my face. He when he does. Like, Have you cried to bowls? Well, when you see Sean Williamson sing, I mean, I tell you what, this is on YouTube now. Just YouTube it in the search box. Where's the search box? up here? Sean Williamson Potter's. It's it's a to behold. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. He g's that crowd up. Unbelievable. And wow. they do the they do wow. the takeaway song. You know, a wow. pizza hut, a pizza, just to get everyone popping. It's Goodness like, oh, gracious. It's superb. Maybe they need something show. like that at Norwich on the pitch. If you course, had Barry from EastEnders singing on the Ball City, interest game over. We'd three 0 win every week. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Um, anyway, who, who is it? Along come Norwich. They're doing a thing. That's what you want. More about flags and all that rubbish. <laughs> Get Barry from EastEnders singing. That's what you want. And of course, you're going to have the the really tough thing of in 2022 when there's a World Cup and the World Bowls Championship. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what are you? No, going to no, watch? it's December. No, it's January. The World Bowls. Oh yeah. No, they're moving, aren't they? No, they're not moving the bowls. World Cup. Not the bowls. They respect the bowls. <laughs> they won't move the bo- They're not going to move the bowls. There's, there's, old women, there's old women and men who've booked up for like 20 years in advance. They're like, I'm going to Potter's January 2022. Absolutely. No, no, the World Cup ends in December. Right. If they make Sorry, the bowls is in January. Sorry for not knowing. Yeah, but David Giles did say it's yeah, in January. He should be. Yeah, apologies. Journalist here. Look, he's yeah. not the yeah. um, Another one of our cricket. favourites, Willemots. Tragic. Back again. Yeah. Uh, our favourite landscaper of Norwich. Oh, a lovely new head of sponsors again. Yeah, it is to be fair. Yeah, but look at him seeding that grass. That looks Probably good. struggling that with cricket pitch? that is a solid seeding. Yeah. yeah. Probably struggling with the Mediterranean melt at the moment. Hi Rob, as a fellow Thought Boy, did you go to Hillside Avenue? Yeah, I did. And did you play in the Ken Brown Cup? Oh, tell you what, you're you're talking now. I did play in the Ken Brown Cup. And did you win it? We won it. We beat Well so did Willemots. Yeah, well I, he's not my answer, so look at him. Was he left back in the changing room or uh, Do you know, looks familiar. 
Yeah, no, it wasn't my bit older than me. I played centre half, number four shirt. Uh, they used to just give us the shirt and keep it. We kept it all season, so they changed the team all season. So if you're out of form, you still play. <laughs> yeah. And basically, long story short, Ken Brown's son, Kenny, used to go to Hillside when Ken was obviously at Norwich. Mm. Uh, he got the scoring record one season. He got about 50 goals in one season wow. before he went on to be a professional footballer. Ken Brown mm. was really active in the school. He bought a trophy and he said, every year, you can call it the Ken Brown Cup, I'll come and present the winner. And it was like a massive thing at Hillside. Wow. If you got in the team, you played in the in like we invited a team to come and play us, right. I think. And it was like St Williams Way. Sometimes we were up the up, up the road. They were really like the, the rivals or other schools. So these are big it games. Was, it used to be like at least yeah. two hundred people watching it. Bloody hell! It was brilliant. And the year we did it, I, I won. Yeah. So Solid I was well happy. That's well, one of the greatest achievements of my life. That's why I'm quite still on the you know, CV. Yeah, you're getting yeah. a bit emotional. Actually, I am. Yeah. You? The, the famous blue shirt of Hillside Avenue. I mean, from Barry from EastEnders yeah. to. Jake Humphrey went there as well, Hillside. Did he win it? Didn't wasn't in the team, mate. <laughs> you kept him out. Uh, Peaky, how satisfying was it for Rob when Jordan Rhodes signed after all of the abuse he got on Twitter <laughs> for informing us fans of what's going on? It's not. I don't care to be honest you because did, he went no, out to Nando's I don't, that night. I don't want to look. I didn't really get abuse. It's just interesting how. Yeah, I'm not going to go down that road because I, there's plenty I could say. I'll tell you when the camera's off, but it, it's just. I just, you know, bottom line is I'm a BBC journalist. I don't make stuff up. That's what you have to remember. So if I've got, a, and Jack will know this, he's a journalist as well. You know, we have to have sources. We have to check it with several sources. I wouldn't, I'd lose my job if I just made stuff up. So rest assured, ladies and gents, if I tweet something, if Jack Reed tweets something, I don't know about him, but if I... Hey, 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 I'm, I'm he, He's kosher, he's kosher. So <laughs> if we're tweet something... You know, don't abuse us until it's either not happened or has yeah, happened. For agreed, agreed, agreed. So, agreed. you know, if you don't dis- if you don't want that player to sign, don't abuse me. Did Gorham give you a pay rise? He was happy. He was happy with my work. Negotiating one? I can't. Yeah, I'd do it for the love of it, mate. I right, finally, Peter Hunter again. Hang on, um, where's Bristol, Bristol City polls this week? Bristol Rovers polls. Oh, oh. Hasn't sent us a message. Maybe no. their best striker's going to Ipswich. 750,000, oh, right. <laughs> so maybe crying over that. Um, anyway, finally, Peter Hunter, in your footballing prime, what position are you playing? Of course, you've you, your prime was the was your prime of the Ken Brown Cup, or does it come? No, before? it came a bit later. I, well, I played for Thorpe School, obviously. Yeah, um, we got to a County Cup semi final. Wow, that's yeah, good. Centre half, Peter Keogh is my centre half partner. He's a great. He's a teacher now. Somebody might have Miss Ke- Mr. Keogh. Do you yeah, teach your friend? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. really well liked. Was he? No, he's a, he's a, he's he's great. No, no, I, I was alright with him, but a lot of people hated him. He's brilliant. He's a top man. Hey, I wasn't he's obviously strict. Anyway, he's a good friend of mine. If you're watching, Trig. What was your main yeah. asset of your game? Um, Kiyo. Kiyo. Uh, he's I, Peter, if you want, he won't be. He's Liverpool. They all used to go Kiyo, Kiyo, like that. He's he was brilliant for, and a brilliant cricketer. But anyway, we're getting off the point now. My main, my main attribute was... I was up here, I read the game well, but my feet didn't do what I, what I thought. So I was always complimented on my reading of the game and yeah. the rest of it. A bit like a Ledley King. Correct. But I did have a little go up front oh. for my club, Thorpe Rovers, and you know had a fairly good record, but, yeah. but then it ended when oh, I was about so 18. Decent. But decent. I'm not as good as you boys, obviously. Chris, where did you uh, Left back Who did you play bench? for again? Pouring Land Wanderers, Pouring FC. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I was terrible. I scored, I think I scored eight goals in my four-year footballing well, that's career. That's not too bad. That's about um, the current goal scoring rate Jordan Murray has got. Absolute banger against Blowfield. Absolute yeah. banger, yeah. Mystic Manson just leapt out the way as well just before it went in. Celebration, cartwheel, kiss to the yeah. crowd of which there were just two old grannies, one of which was probably my grandma. Lovely. Does anyone, anyone who remembers Blythe Jet School, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Quite known for being quite, it's not there anymore, is it? A little bit. Uh, I think they've changed the yeah, name. Yeah, it's Academy now, it's just different. So this was when it was Ridge's school. I went up for a corner once there and I scored and Someone's celebrated wildly because I didn't score. Knife out Not no, but it was quite scary. And in the oh. end, we got nearly chased off the pitch because I was a bit, you know. Wow! So that's you really weren't being gobby, a little bit. No, and I just. But luckily, yeah. I hid behind the, the big stronger boys. But I just like. like I My old man's not going to thank me for this, but he actually got banned from watching me because we played first. What uh, a team called First Side at the time. Oh, I remember them, yeah. First Side Athletic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And. Uh, they had, they hacked out Mystic Manson, who mm. had to go to hospital. He was that ruined. Right. And at the end, one of the mums comes on the pitch and says, you're not shaking their hands. Don't shake their hands. Mm. So Great. old uh, Pete Raffarie f- f- fired, fired him up big style. Right. And um, 
he didn't return. Good. <laughs> Good old Pete. Anyway, people have started searching for um, Potter's bowls. Yeah, 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 and I don't blame them. Absolutely. Hemsworth <laughs> was my football education. Yeah, we've got to ask Jack alongside a certain aspect. He can play this boy. He can play. No, I can't. I'll, 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 tell you another one. Yeah, I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you another one. Connor Southwell, your good friend. Yeah, good player. He's yeah. been on this show. Yeah. He played for Rocks and Youngsters. Yeah. Because Cedric. Coached by young, Cedric. That's right. He said, oh, he's a good player. Connor. You know who Connor reminds me of? Peter Crouch. Really? Quite lanky. Quite tall, yeah. He looks like Striker. he can't play football, doesn't he? He Connor? does. He does, And Connor won't mind saying this. Well. Exactly. He looks like he's brains and he's like, you know, back at school doing all his homework. But actually, he can play. That's <laughs> what Cedric. I, I respect Cedric playing the UEFA Cup final. So. Definitely. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on, Rob. No More worries. transfer exclusive. I'm sure coming from well, you. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, we don't make stuff up. That's all I'll And saying. remember, Yellow Friday, BBC yeah. Radio Norfolk. Links in the description to where you can get involved, get your voice on on the airwaves. And we want more people. We want more people like these great lads who've been brilliant for us over the years. We need more people like them. More people who want who think. Well, no one ever wants me on. You you are wanted. We want to get you on. And the big question of the day: Do you eat cheese with your fruitcake? Let us know in the comment section below. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs>